our identity, what does the resurrection of Jesus offer us? Well, Christian minister Jamie McKenzie thinks one of the big things it offers is the unique invitation from God to call him our dad. This is Knowing Jesus. I'm Alison McCann, and today we're chatting with Jamie about the special relationship between a parent and a child and between God and us. Here's a story from Jamie to get us started. Jacob had some friends over and... Uh, he's uh, four, four and a half years old, almost five. And uh, Jacob's in a stage where he loves kind of playing games like spies and wrestling and tackling, all those kinds of things. And so it's a lot of fun for me. I actually really love kind of uh, tackling and wrestling and being all part of that. I think it gives me a real sense of power. Um because there's few other situations where you're just kind of like, hey, I can push six people around or, you know, it just gives you a little boost for the day. And so we're playing and it's great fun and, and they all go home. And um, uh, Jacob, though, wants to keep playing. And because Jacob's been playing with these kind of six, seven other boys and uh, we've been uh, playing these games, Jacob then comes up to me and he says, Jamie, can we keep playing? Because that's what all the other kids have been doing, right? Jamie, come here. Jamie, do this. And he comes up. He's like, Jamie, can we keep playing spies? And I'll tell you what, I never thought it would cut the legs out from me like it did, but I felt gutted. And I just had this moment where I was like, no, 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 no. I, you don't call me Jamie. You're grounded. It's just like you and only one other person in the whole world get to call me dad. That's what you call me. No one else gets to do that. Just you, just Archer. This is the privilege that we are given in the resurrection. Jamie, welcome to Knowing Jesus. What does it feel like to you when your kids call you dad? Yeah, I didn't, I'm, I'm not much of a sentimental guy. And so I didn't think it would hit me like it does. And, uh, but yeah, it feels quite special. It feels lovely. I think the nice thing is it's like, oh, no one else gets to call me that. What do you think it means for your relationship? If Jacob has fallen over or if he's lost something or if Archer's upset, it's like, Almost there's no problem that's too small if it's weighing heavy on their heart. You know what I mean? Like I might be stressed about work or there might be some bigger issue going on. But if Jacob's fallen over and he's hurt himself, it's like, well, he comes first. He's got my attention, you know. Um, and, and to kind of think, hey, that's the parallel that God allows us and invites us to relate to him like that where we can bring whatever anxieties are kind of weighing on us that no issues kind of too small is just yeah it's a lovely thing (laughs) yeah can you tell us a little more about this idea of an invitation from god why does that stand out to you yeah i think there's an invitation into intimacy and an invitation into relationship there that is i think it's just foreign to kind of any other religion 
So, you, you know, you go all around the globe or you go back through human history and it, it's just not a privilege or it's not, it's not an invitation. There's never that kind of relationship offered um, anywhere in, in kind of any form. And, uh, and yeah, even in Judaism, they get snippets of it, but it's not till you get to kind of Jesus and the resurrection that I guess that's really put on the table that we're kind of invited to relate to God like that. So uh, as a Christian minister, you've obviously accepted this invitation from God. When we look at the resurrection of Jesus in history, what's the most compelling evidence there for you? Yeah, I, I think the most compelling piece of evidence is, for me is is the women at the tomb. Um, I think uh, the women at the tomb, there's no other reason why they should be there. In fact, all the kind of push would be for them to be excluded, minimised, kind of brushed over as far as them being the first witnesses. And yet they're in all four Gospels and um, their testimony wasn't even counted as valid. And so in a court of law, so if you're going to make up a story, if you're going to write a fictional account for the people of your time, the last people you want are actually women to be the first witnesses, the primary witnesses. Um, yeah. What difference has it made for you to be able to call God your dad? Yeah, I think one of the big differences for me at least has been the removal of fear, to some degree, particularly fear in relation to death. Um, Jacob last night was struggling to sleep, woke up scared at 2am, comes into our room. And so I, I kind of walk him back and uh, settle him and lie down uh, next to him until he falls asleep. And there's a comfort in knowing, okay, if he has both conquered death and invited me to call him father, then I can trust him even in my death, that God's not going to forget me through death. Um, that I can close my eyes and wake up knowing that when my eyes wake, um, he will be there. You know, I'm not going to forget the names of my children and he's not going to forget my name, even in death. To listen to the full Bible talk from Jamie that we played earlier, you can follow the links in our show notes. Knowing Jesus is a podcast brought to you by Gosford Presbyterian Church. God bless. We'll see you next time. Oh,